comes the bride, all dressed in Why do we do half the things we still do at weddings? And who's gonna write all those checks? It's my wedding industrial complex. Welcome to My Wedding Industrial Complex. A podcast that is sometimes about my cat. And sometimes about literally anything other than weddings. But in theory, <laughs> this is a wedding <laughs> podcast for people who are afraid of weddings in your list. And you're Tegan. Well, that's nice. Uh, Tegan, today, I'd like to talk about stuff that happens after the wedding. Ooh. Let's talk about honeymoons. Honeymoon. A honeymoon. What is a honeymoon? Well, I don't know, but a honeymoon is what you do after you get married to take a break from all of that junk that you just planned and put together and to be by yourselves and I think consummate your marriage. I think that's what a honeymoon is. Is it the honeymoon? It's a honeymoon. Also? Oh, interesting. I think it is that. The honeymoon. The honeymoon. Uh, Damon and I are doing a teeny little honeymoon to uh, uh, wine country, Illinois. Nice. Well, I said that to my mother, and she was like, Illinois got wine country? And I was like, yeah, mom, don't be weird. Uh, Where is wine country in Illinois? Galena, Illinois, so it's oh. west I think I've heard, I think I've seen I think it's like the western Galena like, on wine labels before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, I don't know if the wine is any good, but... But you're gonna be but in we're wine going. country. Yeah, Damon found us a real cute... Uh, hotel that looks like a hunting lodge but i don't think is one that's good uh and we're gonna go do a bunch of wine tours and apparently he booked something that he says is 51 percent for me <laughs> he was like i booked a thing that's for you well it's not only for you it's also for me but it was 51 percent for you for you I'm now fascinated to know what that is i can't wait i bet you it's like a factory tour or something he oh, knows i maybe. love those uh, who can say? I'll fill you in when we do it. Yeah. Report back after you go on your honeymoon. Honeymoon. But we are going not directly after the wedding. We're going to go uh, on my birthday weekend in October. Oh, that'll be nice. Yeah, I think it'll be a really great time. And then sometime next year, should we be able to put the funds together, we're going to go to Montana, I think. That'll be nice. Yeah, to Glacier Park and go like Just go hike around. Look at the outdoors. Look at the outdoors and then go stay in cabin and be real sweet on each other and look at look at the leaves changing in That's nice. October. That's nice. I think it'll be good. Uh, so I'm really excited about both of those things. Uh, and they'll be real chill and like no pressure, uh, which will be really great because I think that's really what the point of a honeymoon should be is like time for you guys to just be by yourselves without like obligation or travel stuff. Right, or sort of the expectation. Because so much about weddings is, like, making sure that everybody else's expectations are satisfied. And that's just, like, something that you want to be able to take a break from once you're done and once you have completed that process. Absolutely. So I think it's totally valid to, like, want to say, okay, great, I'm going to go away with my spouse that I just married on purpose, and then we're going to just, like, not talk to you all for a while. Yeah. And, like, I think traditionally the idea is, like, that's when y'all go away to figure out how your sexy parts work. But like we've talked about that before. We're all adults. Let's not worry about that right now. I think it'll be fine. (laughs) But it is like, it's another one of those things 
where uh, your grandmother knows what you're about to go do. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that most of weddings? I guess so. And your grandmother's pretty savvy. My grandmother, when my sister was a teenager, before she passed away, my grandmother, like, apropos of nothing, like, looked at my sister and was like, watch your slow gin drinks. Those are the ones that'll get you. And just went back to doing whatever they were doing. She's not well, wrong. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's valid. It's a valid point, I would say. Right? Uh, anyway, I miss my grandparents. I'm sorry that they won't be able to be at my wedding. Yeah. Uh, but that happens. It's the passing of time. Um... Honeymoons. Honeymoons. We did I tell this podcast about the time that Damon and I went to a knife show, a pots and knife show? No. We went to a pots and knife show. Okay, so after the bridal expo, that sounds illegal. <laughs> I got a free knife. Um, it wasn't a free knife. It's not free at all. Get ready. I'm about to Was tell you about how nothing's free. You got free. stabbed with it? Yeah. They let you, you keep it. it. You knew it. <laughs> They're like, if you, ca- if you can carry it out you, in, your flesh, in your flesh, you get to keep it. You have to sheathe the knife before you leave, and I didn't have anything else, so. Um, That'll do. Uh, no, so when we went to that bridal expo, our listeners may remember, I signed up for a number of things that maybe it was inadvisable to sign up for. Sure. Uh, but Haven't I we all? got a text message from someone who was like, guess what? You won a free knife and a free vacation. <laughs> You're like, one of those things seems easier to deliver on than the other. Well, I was like, cool. And she goes, you just have to come to this hotel at the edge of Chicago. And get murdered. And get murdered. You got to go into one weird room at the back of the hotel, literally, and uh, watch a man talk to you about expensive pots and pans for about an hour. We got fed a small piece of chicken and some steamed vegetables that he cooked right there on a hot plate. Oh, okay. It's this okay, so the I don't remember what the brand name of the pots and pans were, but when we went there, um have we not talked about this on this podcast before? No. Seriously? Yeah, seriously. If you have, I certainly do not remember it, and I think you should tell it again for posterity. Okay. So Damon and I were like, All right, probably this is really shady, but let's go and we'll listen to the pitch and then we'll collect on our free honeymoon thing. And yeah. then like we'll have a honeymoon scheduled. And uh, we went, and it was a man from Louisiana, uh, from New Orleans, mm-hmm. who was, like, talking to us about how, like, his grandma saved up her pennies and bought this whole set because it was so good, and, like, how aluminum pots and pans will kill you and give you Alzheimer's, which, like, no. Uh, and, like, about the different types of, like, heating whatever in pots and pans and how, like, most pots and pans are very ineffective. Like, aluminum's really good for heating up, but it'll give you Alzheimer's, so why would you eat out of those? And he had, like, a bunch of, like, dented up pots and pans, and he was like, all this crap, and he's like, the nonstick stuff is no good, and he's like, but this stuff. And he had this, like, shiny array of pots and pans, and he was like, this is the good stuff because it's like double walled and the outside is aluminum, but the inside is steel. So like, or like whatever. It was like, oh, it's such a big sell. Right. The best, the best part was he was like, you can cook like seven different things in these pots and pans. If you stack them on each other, you're the turtle like. Is like he had a stack of pots and pans like about three foot high, and he was like, the heat will so efficiently travel from the bottom pan to the top pan that you could cook an entire like seven course meal in this one pan, and uh, what? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. He was like, you put the 
the dessert in the top and your chicken in the bottom and like work your way on through. It's like a it's like a double boiler, but like eight of them. Yeah, but not even like there's not even like vents between them. It's just like the pans transfer heat to each other so well that so then you just have to like keep lifting them off strategically to like check on the shit you're cooking. Apparently, you can like set this. it and forget it. <laughs> I don't believe I that. I don't know. There was a lot of like outrageous claims and I was sitting there with my arms crossed like, yeah, okay, get to the part where I can get my free knife and free uh honeymoon. Yeah. And at the break that they had built in so that we could discuss whether or not we were going to spend $4,000 on a bunch of pots and pans. I'm sure. not kidding. $4,000. And that was the like cheap. You came here for the show option. Good Lord. Um, which it's not actually that you could buy them online for a lot cheaper. But, uh, I looked over at Damon and be like, right. And he was like, his eyes were like little shiny, Sparkles. He wanted those expensive he pots and pans. He did, and we had talked about it on the way over that he was pretty sure I was the one who was going to just, like, because I didn't want to be rude to anybody, wind up buying $4,000 worth of pots and pans. Sure. And it was, like, totally like me to just be like, oh, sh- That would have sure. been me also. Uh, and I was sitting there like, no, thank you. And I turned over to Damon, and he was like, well, my grandmother had one of those pots. And I was like, well, one of them... Not four thousand dollars worth of them. Dollars worth, and we were like, and they had this whole thing about how you could set it up to be a part of your wedding registry, so people could like buy in and help you pay for the four thousand dollars. And I was like, we were both like, we are already saving like ten thousand dollars for the wedding itself. I feel like we could skip the pots and pans right. and get them some other time if we really want them. Yeah. And the guy, you know, the whole spiel of like, you're never going to get a deal as good as this one. Right. It's like, I'm sure we'll be fine. Yeah. And he cooked a piece of chicken for us that he put Cajun seasoning on top of. And so people were like, oh, this is amazing. This is so good. And he was like, I bought it at Jewel. <laughs> like, and you're like, just like go with it, my man. Yeah. And well, and like Pretend afterward, it's exotic. He was like kind of a funny guy. So that was nice. So like at well, least he was good. entertaining. But afterward, he gave us a thing. He was like, you came here for a free knife and a free vacation. Legally, I'm not allowed to just hand you a knife in the state of Illinois. And I was right. like, what the fuck? So he gave us a little business card that was like, here's your coupon for a free knife. And then he was like, here is a sheet of paper for your free vacation, you have to send in a little sheet of paper with $4.95, and you will get back a brochure about how to book your honeymoon. But you have to do it, you have to book it at least a half a year in advance, and this coupon is only good for one year. But if you don't fill out the coupon, it's good for however long you need it for. You just send it in whenever. And I was like, this is getting really complicated. Yeah, I'm like, my life is the is the Zach Galifianakis doing math gif right now. Yes, exactly. And uh, I was like, okay. And we left and we were like, probably that everything's a scam, right? Turns out the free knife was uh, free, except you had to pay for shipping and handling. And shipping and handling came out to be $20. And I looked onto Amazon for the same knife and it was $30. So really, I just got this knife for $10 off. You got a $10 coupon for a kniff. And the only reason that I bought the kniff in the first place was because I broke another kniff when I was doing an ill-advised thing with a blender. It was a bad choice. Well, it happens. So I was trying to like smush something down into the blender, and I hadn't turned it all the way off, and I was using a knife to do it, and it broke my knife, and I threw everything away. Not the blender. The blender's fine. But the but the but knife, the knife and, and the food that, in the oh blender. Oh, God, I yeah. hope so. I didn't eat any of my steel. <laughs> 
Well, that's good for you. I'm alive still, so it's Because I feel like you would have either died or gotten superpowers. Exactly. Those are the only two options. And I really can't risk it at this juncture. No. Like, I'm too old. If I was 16, if I was 16, I could take superpowers on. Right. Now it'd but be it's too like much learning of a, a foreign language. Change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's easier when your brain's more right. malleable. <laughs> can't take on any kind of radioactive ability now that my brain's all solid. No, not now. Especially uh, not to become a, a fucking knife monster. No. No. That would kind of get in the way of things. I don't know if I'd fit in my wedding dress still. If you were made of knives? If I was made of knives. Yeah, it's about make wearing a dress difficult. Yeah. Uh, but I bought the knife. It's a nice knife. That's good. Uh, it was at least worth $20, so that's something. But so you did not get the honeymoon? Well, we sent off... I, we did this recently, actually. I sent off the five, the $4.95 check, mm-hmm. which they promptly cashed. Uh, and we got back a brochure and some information, and there's a large amount, as you may guess, a large amount of stipulations. I'm certain. So... It comes with the obvious blackout dates of, like, no holidays and no, like, three days before a holiday or whatever. Sure. Uh, Hello, kitty. You can get in the microphone. Hi. Come here. Cat is putting his whole face on Liz's microphone right now (laughs) because he would very much like to be involved in the show. Thank you up a little bit. Uh, No? What do you think? He's like, no, I want this on my own terms or not at all. Um, So we sent in the 495 thing and we got back a brochure that had all those stipulations and the stipulations were like blackout dates, Mm -hmm. uh, not around holidays. There was also, uh, (laughs) we knew ahead of time we would have to buy the flights, uh, which is fine. You sort of expect like the all inclusive resort is part of the thing, but not the flights to get you there or back. Sure. Fine. Totally fine. Can definitely buy myself a plane ticket to the Dominican Republic. Right. Um, and they were like also fees, on top of that, you will be responsible for it. I'm like, fees, you say? And the guy at the place was like, you'll probably wind up spending like $200, $300 on fees. And I'm like, that's no big for an yeah, all-inclusive for the- vacation thingy. It's not so bad. Yeah. The thing that made us be like, oh, never mind, was that there is a stipulation thingy in the fine print that they can change the date and times of your uh, trip whenever they want. Uh, and you have hmm. to like give them the options you would like and they approve what you can have. I don't know about that. Yeah. I'm sure like I know, uh, Charlie's parents have done something like this, I think, but I mm-hmm. think they went to go like see a timeshare thing. Sure. Uh, and they wound up getting a really nice vacation out of it and they felt no pressure to buy a timeshare. Uh, well that's good. Cause you shouldn't. But, um, I, don't think it's worth it for us. Yeah, I think probably ultimately you can find something that's like your idea that you really want to do yeah. and not just be like, oh, that's something that's theoretically free. Let me do that. Yeah, when especially it's not really because free. I think Damon and I feel a little itchy about uh, like resort towns. Sure. Because I mean, they're weird. They're weird. And I feel like weird about it on the one hand because it the, the going to a resort town does support the local infrastructure because a lot sure. of those places rely on tourism dollars. Right. But I also sort of feel like, am I perpetuating their need to survive on tourism dollars by spending my tourism dollars? Right. It's a weird sort of vicious circle. Yeah. And I also don't want to like keep other people down while I sit on a beach chair and let people serve me daiquiris. Yeah. It feels weird. I hear you. And that's probably part of my, I feel uncomfortable enjoying a thing without complicatedly looking at everything. Right. Uh, thing that goes on in my brain. But 
yeah, I think both of us, Damon and I, are like not crazy about resort towns. We wouldn't pick to go on our own. Yeah. The idea of getting a free thing there right. was alluring. Any free thing is a nice little treat. Yeah, I'd go to the Dominican Republic for free. And we Why were going to pick the resort. They had like a couple options. And we were going to pick the one that was like closest to like a town center where we could go walk around mm-hmm. outside the resort. Yeah. But alas, it was not to be. That's okay. That's fine. Uh, but for other people out there in the world who didn't go see a pots and pans show where a man cooked uh, a full five course dinner in front of you on a hot plate, uh, there are lots of options out there for what you can do for your honeymoon. But I think that this is another thing where the wedding industrial complex gets its little claws in it and makes you feel like you have to do something crazy. Right. Or like you have to do some sort of like fancy, you have to go to a resort or you have to go to some fancy like thing. Whereas really it's, it's, it's genuinely just you taking a vacation from the process of getting married. Right. And making that process more complicated than the wedding will not feel like much of a vacation. It's not going to help and it's not going to make you feel better and just like take it down a notch and you'll be fine. Yeah. Everybody relax. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. And just like take, go spend, if you're going to spend that money, like spend it on someplace that you want to go. Yeah. Spend it on some, you know, something that you and your spouse are going to enjoy. And if your idea of a really fun, enjoyable time is going to a resort town and sitting on a chair and having people serve you daiquiris, no shade on you. Then yeah, like do your thing, go for it. Um, Damon and I will never, ever do a cruise because I feel like they're floating hotels you can't escape and Damon is afraid of open dark water. Well, perfect. Then Uh, that's a perfect reason for neither of you to ever go on a cruise. Yeah. (laughs) So that's out for us. But if that's your thing, go for it. Oh, yeah. I think they're the worst. I think cruises are terrifying, but... Then it was like norovirus central. Oh man, I did go on a cruise one time because my friend was doing the second city like touring boat oh, company yeah. and we went to go surprise her. Your friend her. joined Sea Org, let's be honest. Yeah, she joined Sea Org. She had uh, auctioned her life away for a million years. Knew it. Um, but we were like hanging out on this boat and it just went out into the Atlantic and came back in February. So it was very cold outside. Um, but while we were on the boat, it was just like everyone was trying so hard to keep you from getting norovirus mm-hmm. that they like they had purell stations at every entrance and exit to every room you could go into basically and when you were coming for like a dinner time thing or mm-hmm. a whatever they would go they would say something what was it it was like squirty squirty and they would like that's the worst thing I've ever heard. The face that you just made. Yeah, I know. It was weird to hear them say it. They're like, squirty, squirty. And I'm like, oh, no. Mm, no. I'm sorry, no. I would do it because I didn't want to like get me sick or anybody else sick. But like, uh, but like excuse me. Excuse you. No, thanks. Please think of something else. It was something like that. I'm pretty sure it was squirty, squirty. Ugh. I'd have to ask the my friend. worst. <laughs> no. Uh, but so like honeymoons options that are out there i feel like it used to be just a you go to a different town and stay in a hotel for a couple of nights right which is still a nice option yeah i think that it can get a little overcomplicated. you don't have to as can everything as wedding can related literally everything really wedding related or anything um but you don't have to do much it's about what you guys want the two right. of you. as with everything about weddings it's not about what everybody else wants for you. It's actually about what you want. Yes. And what your spouse wants. And the wedding industrial complex and also the like tourism complex can give you some major FOMO about uh, the things that you're not doing for your honeymoon. Oh, yeah. But like 
know thyself, right? Just like, do the stuff you want to do. Yeah. Like, I feel a little regretful that we're not going to go to the Dominican Republic because I've never been to a resort, and I wonder if that would be fun. But I feel like for my honeymoon, would maybe not be the time to do a thing where I'm not sure I'll like it. Right. That's probably a fair <laughs> guess. You know? Fair guess. Uh, not to say that, like, adventure is not a cool thing, but I really just want to relax and be with my new husband. Sure. And I think that sounds like more of a thing that Montana can handle. Yeah. That's much more of a like relaxing thing. <laughs> Break to remove the cat from the bookshelf. Get off of there. What are you doing, kitty? It's not for you to do. It's nice that it's like not just a my cat thing. The like, oh. you're not paying attention to me. I'm going to knock your shit over. Yeah. Well, he's like, thankfully not. He's not a big knocker over for fun. I think like, he's just experimenting with like, what surfaces can I reach? And I think that I'll fit here. I think I can do it. Damon and I decided we were allowed to get more board games because Doorknob has found a way to fit himself on the board game shelf. Ah. So if there's enough space for a cat, then, then we should th- fill you it. should fill it with board games. Right. To keep him safe. Yeah, exactly. Obviously. It's for safety. Duh. Dear. <laughs> um, yeah. What are your thoughts about honeymoons, Dean? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think generally my thoughts are just, yeah, like allow it to be a nice thing. I don't, my This is my feeling about vacations in general, but yeah. I think especially for honeymoons, it's just like fucking turn off your phone. Nobody needs to call you. Mm-mm. Don't think about your job. Don't think about Mm-mm. all of the shit you have to do when you get home. Like just let it all be yeah. and just take a nice time away because chances are you have done a lot of hard, complicated work uh, and you've spent a lot of time thinking about a lot of other people and a lot of like obligations and things that you have to do. And now is a time for you to just be like, Oh cool. I married this person. Yeah. Great. Let's deal with that. I really like the idea of like turning your phone off and like, Oh yeah. Fucking turn it off. It's the best. I've been getting so annoyed lately at people who are walking along, looking at their phone while they're walking. Oh yeah. And like, it's made me out of grumpiness I think good things have come because I like I put my phone away now while I'm walking and I often don't listen to stuff anymore while I'm commuting yeah just to like kind of be in space a little bit more that's good I'm not that good it's kind of nice well sometimes I'm that good and sometimes I get really annoyed and I have to put my headphones in but like all that to say I feel like uh, putting your phone away and existing in space for a while uh, and making it about on purpose the two of you instead of like the impression the world can get of the two of you right. is a good thing. Like, don't do your honeymoon for Instagram. No. I mean, take some I pictures. I mean, do. Like, I'm not saying yeah. don't document it, but, like, don't do the honeymoon that you think is going to look best on your Instagram. Do the honeymoon that, like, you and your spouse are going to enjoy the most. Yeah, and if that means you get a little, like, funky and go, ca- like, camping in the woods and you don't look good enough for a picture on the internet, right. then, oh, well. It's fine. Yeah, like be a person. I think it has been hard lately to separate out like what you really want to do from what will like look nice or project right. a, an aura of I am doing okay to the internet. Totally. Uh, but with honeymoons, especially it's just about like the couple involved. Yeah. Or the polyamorous trio. Right. You don't need to impress anybody yeah. on your honeymoon. You don't just go, it's not your job. Go be yourself. Go be you. Go be you. You're doing a great job. You're doing good. And you did that whole wedding thing. You deserve a reward. You did so much. You did a lot. (laughs) Good Lord.
Thanks oh, for yeah. listening to my wedding industrial complex. Uh, you've been Tegan. And you've been Liz. Uh, as always, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, especially, uh-huh. but your podcatcher of choice will do also. Uh, email Tell us. your friends. Tell your friends. Email us at mwicpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, find us on our WordPress, mywedding-industrial-complex.wordpress.com. That is the internet where we can be located. Instagram, mwyc underscore podcast. Mwick. Mwick. Our composer, thank you very much, Charles E. Miller, for your music. Chuck. Uh, check her out at charlesemiller.com or listen to her songs on Spotify until your computer dies. Yeah, that's a good plan. Uh, that's all I got. I think that's all I got, too. But you know what? Yeah. Hey. What? Hey, Spice Chain. Spice Chain. Do what you can afford. Do what your spices can afford. Do what your spices can afford. I really hope that I put that part of the show in, but I separate out the Spice Chain email into another episode. And then and everybody's, everybody's listening like, to this right now. What does like, that what mean? What is Spice Chain? Get ready next week for a brief episode about Spice Chain. The most perfect prank question mark prank? in the world. I'm so confused. Aren't we all? Mm. All right. Anyway, bye. Bye. <laughs>